With the big boys coming with the big fists. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pods. Feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. With the big boys coming with the big fists. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pods. Feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host. Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Happy New Year, Saul. Happy New Year, John. Happy 2021 to all of our listeners. Um, We hope your year has been off to a great start. And uh, I hope you're getting some crazy fits off in the new year. Uh, so how are you? Okay. Can't can't complain. I don't know what it is, but I've just been habitually, like, exhausted. Mm. Um, You've been traveling I a lot. Spoke, yeah. Well, I driving. I don't want to sound like I'm, like, flying. Driving in the Ritz car. Very in the Ritz car. I Okay. Another tangent on the tangent that I'm on. I've been Let's having some, some problems with the window. Uh, the window car. on the driver's side when it gets to the bottom, like the last two inches, it gets like sticky and like goes, you know, it could be a winter thing. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Definitely something to keep an eye on though. Uh, If any, if there are any forerunner experts in the listener base, please, by all means, we, we would appreciate some insight on that considering I don't, I don't know. Saul and I both have the same kind of car. Yeah. But um, literally like the same trim level too. Yeah. We we drive the Um, same vehicle. We do. We uh, we want to match. So happy we're back in the studio. We are. Twenty twenty one. We're closing. Speaking to you, John. I miss speaking to you too. It's been a little while. I think our last episode was Wednesday. Yeah. When we get when we get busy, to all the listeners, and I I can't speak for you, but this past week for me was very busy. I've been busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, We don't text as much and things like that. So I feel like I I really haven't like spoken, spoken to John for like. That's kind of fun though, because we, it's not like bad blood or anything. It's just, we've been busy. So we hop right back in and fuck you go, go full (laughs) turbo. But um, I don't think we've, well, we definitely haven't spoken on the phone since our Mm -mm. guest episode last week. Shout out to Emma Burson from Kin World. Shout out to Emma Burson. But, but yeah, we're, we're chilling, enjoying 2021. Um, Mm my last pickup of 2020 was a pair mm. of 18 East Garecki pants. Oh. I uh, want to apologize for my 18 East rant a couple weeks ago. Turns out USPS lost the package and I was, I was up getting all crabby because it's like, they haven't shifted. It's been 20 days. All this, all this hullabaloo turns out they had shipped it and Uh-oh. it just got lost in the mail. So my apologies to to the folks over at 18 east you make a great product and i'm really excited about these pants <laughs> that are that are coming my way now because i i bought a retribution pair okay. after getting a refund on the first pair um but that was that was my last pickup of 2020 Maybe it's a good pickup i also want to thank a very special friend for a very special pickup john what? for hanukkah sent me and i didn't get it for a little while uh, partially on me I, I would have opened it at christmas time but, but partially I, I mean the i i didn't get it until after hanukkah was over i the shipping was regardless yeah regardless 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 um a lot of moving parts 
a lot of moving parts. I wasn't in Boston for like a week. So it got there the day that I left and I was like, well, which is hilarious. I can't pick this up, but come back a week later, I opened it up. John had, had teased it. He'd given me a very confusing hint, which then he pestered <laughs> me about. Um, hint was in the form of a math problem. It was, but it seemed like a serial code. It was 1738 minus 37, which made me think it was some sort of serial code. So I started digging. I don't know. <laughs> turned out if you do the math, it's 1701, which is the date that Yale was founded. John got me um, one of the 205 West 39th NYC RAF Yale University. Jesus, this is like the longest. It's a long title. Yeah. RAF Yale University. Yale. It's like a mock shirt. neck. Yeah, it's like a t-shirt, mock neck shirt, oversized. Neck, but it's thick. The material is really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's thick. It's beefy. It uh, is from my favorite collection ever. And I was like, Saul goes to Yale. I think. I'm not not exactly sure. Not this year. Um, not this year, but you know, he's making moves in silence. He will. He will be going back to Yale. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I saw it and I was like, Hey, this, this is perfect. And shout out. I got it on eBay. Shout out to the Bay. Um, big Bay holding it down. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is the one, this is the present for the holidays for my boy. It's awesome. I, I love it. Um, it fits. It's, is it an extra small tag? It's a small. Okay. It fits like, like a double XL. In the best way, a dress. It's it's yeah, very big. it's huge. It's supposed to fit oversized, but it is really oversized. It would have been big on me. Yeah, um, um, it's really cool though. I really like it. Yeah, it's it was something like I got it in hand and I was like, guys, oh, it's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. hopefully it gets gets some use at Yale. Be flexing. Everyone will just think you have a giant T-shirt on, but you'd well, be okay, like, so Raph made this. There was in place of the Harvard Yale football game this past year. They had a roast off which was about as terrible as you expect. Yeah. Um, and so one of the kids from, from Harvard was like, here's why Yale sucks. Their merch. And I was like, oh no, like he's going to bring up Calvin Raff because he just doesn't get it. And he pulled it up and he pulled up the first one. So they made, it looks like a t-shirt, but it's like a, a slip dress. So it's, mm. it's tight, it's form fitting. It's for women, obviously, but it's like a, a tailored t-shirt that's a dress it's really cool like sounds cool yeah and he was like look at this like could you believe that kids at yale are wearing this and i was like yo if kids at yale kids at yale are are flexing that hard (laughs) (laughs) and he went on for like six or seven minutes like ripping on it and i was like i just don't think you just don't get it bro i no, i didn't want to be like that but like i i was like are we really at the point where are you really about me about to make me use the word nuances in conversation? Yo, bro, you you ready to hear me say the word archive and and oh god, what's the other one? Not nuance. Uh, uh, Inspired. Interplay. That's Ooh. another good one. Bang! But a dunk Huge. I was I was sad. I was like, dude, eh, that's kind of funny. That I mean, I think that's a lot of people's yeah. uh, impression from from a collection like that where yeah it is messing with the the shape and the the overall like the feel and the draping and such yeah. the silhouette if you will but it's a really yeah. interesting shirt um the one that i got for sully boy 
I'm happy. Shout it's out awesome. to whoever sold that to me on eBay because I got a pretty saucy price on it. Mm. Um, but I, I know what Saul got me for Christmas. I'm not gonna yeah. not gonna talk about it yet. Because Why? I think I'm gonna wear it on the next pod and then talk about it. it hasn't arrived yet. I so hope it gets official. there. I shipped it priority, so it should get there. Well, they know I'm a priority. <laughs> I, I co-host a small scale fashion podcast. So mm. soon to be large scale. <laughs> John, think back. I, I like we're we're taking this really casual. I'm literally yeah. just speaking with John. Think back on our growth in nine months. Realistically insane. nine months. Like insane. The first month That's was us. From when we started doing friends. guest episodes, it's been about nine months. Yeah. It's about a thousand followers. That's a insane. Month. We, That's pretty we good. gained almost nine thousand followers. We have soon we'll be over nine thousand. Hey. Um and then we hit ten G's and we we have some fun stuff planned for that. Yeah. Like I it's just it's it's astounding. I'm so thankful for the community. Everybody yeah, thank you to everyone for the an amazing twenty twenty. Like for yeah. how weird this year was. This was something that brought us a lot of joy and a lot of like something to put our time towards. Yeah. I mean like it's just ridiculous to me. Like we've had oh God, like you know, this, this horrendous shitty year. And on top of everything, like something that was really good to come out of it, I'll just say is the fact that, you know, we've done this podcast, we have this mm-hmm. lovely community. Like I get to, to meet a bunch of friends cool completely. new people. And yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's been I, uh, really something special yeah. as am I. And, you know, thank you once again to everybody who has shown us support this year. Like it's, it's really been a lot of fun. But on that note, Saul, we should probably get into this podcast. Yeah. Would you like to start things off with a fit check? Absolutely. So I am not wearing any any socks of note, any shoes of note. I'm inside. I'm not a heathen. Um, the the house shoe, which is the um, the beatnik, the Reebok beatnik that John got me, is in the car because I brought it home. And I wore it around by my house in Scarsdale, chewed up the rugs over there. Nice. And then I threw them in my car and I didn't bring them inside because I had six packages to ship out today. Um, I, I sent some stuff to some friends, um, sent out John's gift, returned some stuff Ayo. easily, easy, excuse me, as I stumble through my words. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, shipping, shipping stuff out there in the car. I'll probably start wearing them tomorrow, but going to figure that one out. Um I have a pair of jeans from, where are these from? I think they're Blue Blue Japan, like old vintage Blue Blue Japan. Sweet. Um, they are carpenter denim. Um, so they have, you know, square pockets and a little, um, like, uh, John, what's the word for, oh, wait, you can't see. It's like a little tab okay. um, that you could. Oh, the hammer holder thing? Yeah, it's the hammer holder. Yeah. Um, they're striped and they're, they're light blue and like a medium blue. Um, moving on up, I have a vintage shirt, um, from a thing called puppy tail. Is it single stitch? It's underneath a sweater. So I'll, I'll double check for, for all single stitch fans out there. Um, it, it is John. Yes. It is single stitch. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh. Huge. But yeah. Um, huge. Saul's, cool. Saul's boot up, but his shirt stitches single. Yo, that's a good caption. Thank you. I, I also blew one of my my good couples captions on our post today. 
Um, that yeah, but you can then, recycle. I think from, I from account to account. Yeah, that's um, that's allowed. I think. And then I have a sweater um, that I stole from my grandfather's closet. I really like it. It's like a dark green knit, and I don't think it has a brand on it. It just yeah. says uh, "Made from alpaca." Ooh, alpaca is a great material. Alpaca yarn. Yeah, so Very that, soft. that's my fit. Um, oh, and, and your Gus's fried chicken Gus's hat. fried chicken. I thought I'd lost it, but I didn't. Thank goodness. It's literally my favorite hat. This yeah, it's a great hat. Um, yep. On my end, very casual fit for the day today, mm. um, which is funny because going into this episode, I was actually considering putting on a full suit, but then j- just for like a meme because we're ringing in the new year. But uh, I ended up not doing that. And Why? I, had, uh, I just ran out of time before okay. before the episode started. Fair enough. Um, I have a pair. I have the the Poddenstock 2021s. It is the a pair of Birkenstock Boston's that I almost didn't keep. Then decided I'm gonna rock with them. Wait, um, why didn't you keep them? They my my toes were hitting the edge um, of the oh. in the front, but then I remembered that happened to my last pair, and as mm-hmm. they break in, like yeah, that's that's what happened with my because they're they're a shoe dogs. that breaks in tremendously. Um, yeah. and I had really forgotten about that because the pod and stock 2020s were so well broken in that it just didn't. is it hard to break them in because it's cold i don't think so i actually got my first pair in january of 2019 okay. so it that wasn't too bad but um yeah those are those are on feet um definitely gonna gonna stick with those now uh on my legs i have a pair of shorts from premier skate shop pair of black mesh champion shorts with one of their logos printed on it shout out to premiere uh, i have a nike acg t-shirt on from their spring summer 2018 collection and a rep cactus plant flea market hoodie uh, it's olive green and it has a sock sewn onto the front with oh yeah cactus plant flea markets initials on it you mean super comfortable plant market super comfortable hoodie cactus flea plant market <laughs> you're telling me a cactus planted this flea market yo tweet that right now on the pot account i've i think i've seen that somewhere before fuck yeah i know if only but are yeah, they that's the, the fit. that did uh the bracelet my mom made cardi merch sorry yes. I cut you off. no it's all good they did that bad cardi merch bad travis terrible. merch and bad kerwin frost merch this year Fuck Kerwin Frost, by the way. Yeah, oh he is no good. But yeah, their merch was not great. The actually, I take that back. The, back, the Travis one was kind of funny. It was the McDonald's Travis merch. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cactus Plant did their own shirt for it. That was good. The other two, not so much. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't like that Kerwin Frost is still. He still has a very large platform. Guy. Yeah, he ignores his son. He did his. It was ex-wife now, right? Yeah, I think they're they're split up now. But his yeah, ex-wife, was... like terribly, he's just like not a good guy, not a good at, dude, at all. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know why he. I obviously he still has a platform, but twenty twenty year of shitty people in fashion still having platforms. Mm-hmm. Those who will not be named, but ugh, dude, it's it's concerning, but. We'll move past it, John. We have happier we things will. to talk about. We do. We do. Um, that's a fit check for the day. Fashion news. Um, this isn't pertaining to fashion, but one of 
mine and Saul's favorite musicians passed away uh, back in October. Actually, it was it was announced on New Year's Eve. Rest in peace to MF Doom, all caps when you spell the Super man's name. Uh, one of the most amazing musicians I've ever heard. Sensational lyricist, uh, really really impressive all around in the world of hip hop, and he will be dearly missed. And his music will be enjoyed for the rest of eternity, I imagine. Yeah, it's 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 sad. Um, I think that goes without saying, but you know, he he was somebody that had a real impact on on rap as a whole. Um, yeah. yeah, he's your I favorite rapper's favorite rapper. He is. I like unironically, and it's it's really sad to see to see know, him somebody, go. Um, yeah, I hope his family's at, he, at peace. And at I least hope, he got to go quietly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously it's so sad, but I I find a little bit of a spark and just like I, his family got to got to remember his legacy in private and didn't have paparazzi clamoring all over. And you know, that's probably the way he would have wanted it. And uh you know the worst thing that i've seen is is people now gatekeeping mf doom posthumously it was like I, I understand like don't turn his music into a hip-hop or a tiktok dancing trend please like, don't yeah please don't oh. do that but there was a guy on on tiktok who was like don't claim you're an mf doom fan now that he's died like what like if 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 anything his death should be a reason to celebrate his music and show it yeah. to people because i feel like amazing. a lot of people may not know about it mm-hmm Dude wrote an entire album about food. About food. And it's one of my favorite albums of all time. I it's have it on vinyl right behind me. Of all time. Like yeah. uh, it's amazing. Like, it's it's ridiculous to me the, the lengths that people will go to to just I, I feel like a real this is me now gatekeeping, gatekeeping mm-hmm. part of the ironic <laughs> nature. Like, I, a real MF Doom fan wouldn't wouldn't be like MF that. Doom. Yeah. He's he's so cool. Like why? Like I showed. He's him like the coolest guy. Yeah. Yeah. I played meat grinder for my girlfriend Anna in the car. I was like, listen to the rhymes, Anna. Listen, you're not listening. <laughs> the lyricism. <laughs> oh, it's oh. Just, it's so sad. Rest in peace to the man with the mask. Oh, Victor Vaughn, baby. Victor Vaughn. Continue resting in peace. Daniel oh. Dumil, he will be missed. Daniel Dumile. Dumoulin, is it? I He pronounces it Dumoulin in a song, but okay. it might just be using that for a rhyme. I've always said gotcha. Dumoulin just because that's... I wasn't sure of the pronunciation, song. but... Yeah. Rest in Paradise, King. Big King. I don't think there's any news aside from that. Um, um, not that I'm aware of in the, in the fashion universe. It's been quiet. It's been a quiet couple of weeks. Um, people have been making moves in silence. They have. That's safe to say. But... <laughs> You know, sometimes no news is good news in the in the fashion world. Agreed. Yeah. Solly boy. Johnny you, boy. You may, or I guess we're doing sneaker releases first, and then we, we have a little designer profile. Solly. That we are. I'll whip through these real quick. Today is the 4th of January. I will nay nay through I'll them continue well. making that joke for years, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. So starting things off, today is the 4th of January, so we'll skip that because you'll be hearing this on the 5th or later. 
So on the sixth, we have an Air Force One Low 07 Craft. It's like a sail and orange colorway. Very nice. Uh, we have the Nike Lahar Low coming in two colorways on the sixth as well. Air Force Ones coming on the seventh. A couple of them, like a yarn colorway. Uh, some Air Max 95s and Air Max 90s oh. in the, from the same pack. John, what, what do you we got? did actually have fashion news. Alexander Wang is like oh my gosh. the worst person That's ever. awful. Yeah, I, I figured we should. I was reading that. through that, um, just the the allegations put up against him. That is so I, so horrible. I wouldn't even say allegations at this point. It's like yeah, the like not credited, but like the very credible. Um, I don't even know. I don't know how to word it either. But he's a bad guy. He's a really bad That's, guy. Yeah, my goodness, that's um, awful. For those who don't know, Alexander Wang is very uh, credibly accused of, of sexually assaulting and pressuring um, various people within the fashion community, mm-hmm. um, obviously for sex or for sexual favors. Uh, many of those people being trans or, or part of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has made a it's actually been apparently fairly well known within the fashion community for a long yeah, time. Yeah, which is really sad. Um, just kind of a, a case of another person getting away with terrible crap. And I'm sure people are going to forget about it. I, I hope they don't. I hate mm-hmm. to say it. But, um, you know, there have been people like Dolce & Gabbana. People are still buying that. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, it's really sad. My heart goes out to all the survivors. And yeah, that that is just awful. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's definitely a worthwhile piece of news to mention. An unfortunate piece of news, but definitely such a shame that that occurred. Yep, ASAP Rocky is still probably going to be wearing his stuff because he thinks it's cool. You know, he hangs out with Ian Connor. So yeah, go Rocky, go. Keep supporting Bari, bro. <sighs> You got oh, it. Good. The coolest in fashion. Oh, good. All right, I'll keep it going on the <laughs> on the shoes. Uh, Nike seems to have done some large pack. I think it's of like a yarn or some recycled material. We've got the Air Zoom Type M two Z two blazer low in a couple colorways. Blazer mid in a couple colorways. We have the Air Force One High Nordic on the eighth, which seems to be a Christmas themed Air Force One. A little late on that one, Nike. Uh, we have an Air Max 95 and Destruct on the 8th as well. Overbreak SP on the 8th, which totally seems like a Tom Sachs shoe. Um, like very similar colorway to the Mars Yard, just no red swoosh. On the 8th, we have an undefeated Air Max 97 in what seems to be like a UCLA type colorway. Adidas ZX5000 View Lyon maybe is the pronunciation on the on the eighth and then on the 13th we have the nike sb dunk low street hawker which is a really cool shoe it's kind of like a new what the air max uh, but it's based off of multicultural foods which is really interesting um and then to round it out on the 18th or on the 13th as well we have the adidas forum 84 low Uh, on the topic of dunks they will be adding the dunk to Nike ID, um, which they didn't have. Everyone was griping because you couldn't change the toe box colorway. Um, but Did that's probably that no, they haven't. Okay, and I don't think they will. But uh, it's it's not 
not bad, I guess. Do you think it's going to be like the the death of dunks? I don't think it's going to help. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I, I think they're going to go into, you know, dormancy for a few years and then they'll, they'll be back again. It's not like they're gone forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like, I don't think that this is the end for the, the Nike dunk SB at all. And I think that people who are kind of calling, you know, oh, it's the end, it's over, dunks are done, dunk is over, party 2021, blah, 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 blah. I think that's an overreaction. You know, our, our dunks probably going to be much easier to get, sure. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I still think that they'll in be. In my mind, that's a good thing. Yeah. I love that shoe. Um, I've been a huge fan of the dunk for a lot of years. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good that more people are able to wear it and hopefully it takes away a little bit of the the dunk gatekeeping or the dunk mm-hmm. insane resale market. Do you think people are going to go and, and basically recreate dunk colorways and then there's a lot like of doing that. Already. I was going to say, go to an embroidery thing and like redo the, the I, I doubt that that much effort's going to go into it. Um, but the, I, I feel you can like make the Ray guns, which is really that. cool. You can do the Ray gun dunk, which is in my opinion, one of the best dunks of all time. So is this going to hurt? people like selling real dunk like could you get them close like is there a way to distinguish i i don't know oh yeah just materials okay. shape um because okay. this is a traditional dunk and like the ray guns are an sb dunk which has a fatter tongue Dunks. and i mean you'd be able to tell from looking at the label if okay. it was real or not anyway but um, well, i guess the label yeah Dunk. and materials and like the nike id box it'll come in and mm-hmm. stuff like that but regardless okay. um you'll be able to make some pretty convincing frauds of some colorways <laughs> without the branding like you can make the 7-elevens without the branding and uh i'm going i'm going to ones. an embroidery machine get my 7-eleven dunks yep so i gonna be on ray gun mode 7-elevens pigeons all that all that jazz he'll be in the the jeff staple Allbirds. Oh God, not never in my life. Would I ever <laughs> would I ever ever in my life buy the, the Jeff Staple Allbirds? Good man. I, I, I down bad certain points in my life, but never that bad. Kidding. Yeah. Um that's down atrocious. <laughs> on that note, Saul. Where are we? Designer profile. Mm-hmm. Let's rock it. Absolutely. This is Saul's week for this for for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, uh, I have, uh, on, on recommendation of Larby X Dolly, um, slid into the DMs and requested these. If you have, oh, first of all, John, really quickly, let's plug the, the discord. Yes. Um, if you have any recommendations for designer profiles, you can join the discord. Um, you can tag either John or myself, um, and let us know who you'd like to see here. Um, I don't know what the correct vernacular is, but hear about maybe um, in this in this little series that we're doing, uh, who you'd like to learn more about. And we hope that it is um, helpful. But John, um, we, we have our listeners, sorry, more, more asides, um, give a little phrase um, for, or I guess to join the Discord. To join uh, the John, cord. What should they, what should they say this week? Hmm, this week... You can say RIP to the dunk market. And okay. then we, that, that'll be our way to know that you listened this far into the episode and mm-hmm. it'll be time to join the discord at that point, cool. which we like to call the happiest place in fashion. 
uh, it's a wonderful place, a lot of great people and very supportive and great educational opportunities as well about different brands and stuff like that. It's I agree. Super positive uh, experience so far being part of that community. So shout out to the cord. Big shout out to the cord. But without further ado, let's get right into this designer profile. So Tomoaki Nagao, um, known to the fashion industry at large as simply Nigo, was born on December 23rd of 1970. Uh, you may know him from his epitomous label, A Bathing Ape, but he's also a prominent DJ, the main DJ for the Teriyaki Boys, the group behind the classic banger, Tokyo Drift, and the mm. music manager and producer for a J-pop group called Billy Idol, spelled I-D-L-E, from a little play on words there. But what we'll be discussing and focusing on this week is obviously his career in fashion and his impact on the streetwear community as Nigo's brand, A Bathing Ape, which I'll probably just refer to as Bape, um, is, and I guess was, a household name uh, among the likes of Supreme and Stussy um, for, oh God, quite a long time, I'd say. It's been a, it's been a hot thousands. minute, yeah. So Nigo founded the brand in 1993, originally calling it A Bathing Ape in Lukewarm Water, which was later shortened to A Bathing Ape and stylized as Bape. Um, but um, Nigo, as a child, was influenced, just like his contemporaries, like Raph, uh, by music. So he would venture to a record store called Crisco to purchase hip-hop and rap records. Um, Public Enemy, LL Cool J, and the Beastie Boys were some of his favorites. Um, he became enamored with the music um, and that also came along with following the trends of those groups, uh, which obviously integrated clothing. So baggier clothes, punkish cuts, t-shirts, tank tops uh, were the norm in these groups, which obviously integrated into Nigo's work as a designer. Um, and as a late teen and into his early, or I'm sorry, this is a new sentence. As a late teen and into his early 20s, Nigo attended the Bunka Fashion College, a place that he credits for teaching him zero. The real experience <laughs> and growth that Nigo experienced during this time was in the surrounding club scene, as Nigo would spend late nights at local nightclubs and bars, making connections with creatives and like-minded people. Um, most notably, um, Jun Takahashi of Undercover fame and Hiroshi Fujiwara, who was a icon in Harajuku. So, Fragment Man. Fragment Man, exactly. Um, for those who don't know, Harajuku is a uh, neighborhood in Tokyo that is credited with being like the street capital of, of Japan as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, it's where a lot of fashion is born and influenced and... and um, I, like even ideated basically um it's it's like the the birthplace for a lot of cool trends that we see now uh if you look at any pictures from japan street fashion most likely we're probably taken in harajuku unless it's you know really street fashion and somebody's going and taking pictures of i don't know like fishermen um in the countryside you know like mm -hmm. this is the the birthplace of a lot of trends a lot of stuff that you would see and and know um yeah you know the uh grassroots Ooh, good word thank you thank you I, i'm trying i'm trying to keep trying to keep people engaged you're succeeding interested. hope everyone's engaged right now <laughs> unless you're driving pay attention to the road exactly so sorry had to had to swallow um now on to um kind of his career as a designer so he worked with fujiwara um in Harajuku and together they opened a store in 1993 called Nowhere. Um, people would often refer to Nigo um, as Nigo. So obviously he wasn't Nigo at the time. Um, the nickname is Spawn um, 
as in Japanese, uh, Nigo means second or number two, which basically okay. refers to his um, like tutelage underneath Fujiwara's wing, right? So, um, you know, like the, the second man, you mm-hmm. know, like you're, you're number two. So in... 1993, when they opened Nowhere, Nigo founded the brand and used a bathing ape in lukewarm water to comment on the state of overconsumption in post-war Japan. People bathing in lukewarm water um, was kind of a reference to being unsatisfied with the status of their own purchases and the pleasure derived from them, right? Like the water was only lukewarm. Um, and he would draw on both then and in later collections, Planet of the Apes, which would remain as the pseudo logo mascot of the year of the brand for years to come. Mm-hmm. Now it's baby Milo, but you know, the, the monkey itself. So now is onto why you know Bape, right? So the blend the brand runs on a similar model as Supreme, as Nigo explains. The brand would only manufacture about 10% of what was demanded, whether that be shirts, hoodies, pants, etc. This kept the clothes in the hands of those who really wanted them. Uh, this was before botting an online drop, so you'd have to go to the store, and maintain the elusive and part of the club status of Bape. Initially, Bape was stocked in about 40 stores in Japan until 1998, when Nigo decided to make the brand even harder to attain. He pulled out of almost every store in Japan. Whoa. Um, yep. And yeah, limited That's super his, cool. Yeah. He limited his um, stocking or his stock lists to only two stores, which I think one of which was Nowhere, which was his own store, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like really, really dialing it back and making it exceedingly hard um, to get the brand, basically, right? Um, so this made Bape um, even more popular. And he says that, or he explained um, that within about a year of this move, uh, Bape's sales were at the level of where they were being in those 40 stores, being in those two. Does that wow. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It achieved the same amount of sales just in those two stores that they did yep. across all 40. Exactly. So uh, at this time, Bape was starting to gain international fame. Celebrities like Biggie were wearing Bape by this time, and Nigo saw room to expand. So he created two spinoff brands, and I think 1998 or 99, um, in Billionaire's Boys Club and Ice Cream, which you probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, and around this time was also when Pharrell, the iconic producer became the unofficial face of the brand Um, this meant that bape became a staple of the rap game and celebrities began to follow in pharrell's footsteps and pick up the rare monkey shirts Um, the brand was making around 45 million dollars a year off the back of its shirts hoodies camo printed jackets and iconic bape studs the original nike knockoff shoe Mm -hmm. uh, which were created in 2002 um, on the silhouette of um, the Air Force One, which is like an iconic shoe in the world of rap. Um, Very you know, true. Uh, who was it? Is it Dr. Dre or? Um, um, Give me two per. I need two per. That's Nelly. The Air Force no, One song. Uh, not the Air Force One song. I'm thinking about the guy who bought a new pair of Air Force Ones uh, every week. Oh. Uh, is that Dr. Dre? Might have been Dr. Dre. I'm not sure. I know Jay-Z was also a big Air Force aficionado as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they obviously loved the brand um, and became spokespeople, not spokespeople, but, you know, people who enjoyed it. Um, and this really lent itself to the brand's growth. Um, obviously, Kanye was rocking Bape does and, and Bape um, in his time um, in, what was it, College Dropout? I think think so yeah 
Um, regardless, or, or separate from that, uh, all good things had to come to an end. So Nigo was no stranger to buying clothes himself. He had an entire room in his home um, filled with Gucci, like dedicated to Gucci, and is rumored to have a copy of every single vape piece ever made when he was at the brand. Wow. Um, and his rampant consumption paired with the brand losing relevancy and a bit of steam meant that he was forced to sell his label. Well, not forced, but he chose to sell his label in 2011. And shortly after, only about a year and a half or two years, Nigo left Bape as a result of feeling disenchanted with what the brand was becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't done with fashion. Um, he created Human Made, which was a venture between himself and eventually Pharrell. He started with himself. Um, Human Made focuses on higher quality streetwear with a playful um, attitude, which is similar to Bape. Um, and Nigo also serves as the lead designer for Uniqlo's UT line of t-shirts and clothing. Um, to this day, he remains relevant, appearing sporadically in random rappers' Instagrams and in his own Human Made clothing. Um, so that is Nigo's spotlight. I hope that that has helped you understand the man behind the monkey. Oh, let's go. You like that one? That was a heater. I had that written out. Oh, I was very proud of the man. I'm writing that that possible episode title right there. (laughs) Thank you very much. But um, yeah, I hope this, this helps you understand. I hope this gets you a little bit more into the, you know, into the brand to Nigo himself. Um, Yeah. And one very important part you missed. What did I miss? Soldier boy. Oh, I got me some (laughs) banger. Absolute banger of a song. But um, yeah, I hope this has helped you to understand Bape a little bit more. Uh, obviously, um, a lot of people who listen to us know a lot about fashion, but um, I found out new stuff. Um, yeah, I learned a lot from I think that. That Nigo is, you know, somebody who has extreme relevancy when it comes to streetwear, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Bape era was just as He's a true OG. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my goodness, what a collector. I've seen a video of our dear friend, Joe LaPuma uh, going over and touring one of Nigo's storage facilities where he just has like his, his stuff. And there was like Levi's jackets from the 1800s and like one of the Beatles Wait, drum sets. What? He's just like a collector of everything. He has like, yeah, so much stuff. I mean, um, it, it, in a, a bunch of articles, it said that Nigo kind of shot himself in the foot with how much he was spending. Um, it's insane, he, like the amount of stuff. stuff he has. Um, yeah, but dude is dude is a mastermind when it comes to clothing, for sure. Yeah, no MMJ, but he's a mastermind. Ayo, but great designer profile, Saul. I'll have to start thinking about who I'll be covering next week. Uh, and this, as of right now, this series is going to continue for sure. So. With that being said, time to get into the questions. Uh, time for, for Discord questions. That's what we start off with. And remember, if you want to join the Discord, just DM us uh, RIP to the Nike Dunk Market. And uh, then we'll send you a Discord invite. Come chop it up with the cord. So to start things off, first question comes from our good friend and pod alum, Marquise Martin. What are you guys doing for a living? Elaborate on potential investments and side jobs you guys are doing to sustain yourselves financially. I am uh, working this year at Mass General Hospital. Um, I work with cancer patients, uh, basically making sure that they are making their appointments on time um, and are able to overcome any barriers to entry that they may experience. Uh, and that experience, I guess, is is 
the word I'm looking for. Um, if you really want to like dumb it down, I, I'm basically like a personal secretary to a lot of underprivileged cancer patients, um, just making sure that they are um, able to, you know, uh, overcome the barriers to entry that mm -hmm. are associated with um, cancer care, right? Um, yeah. It's a confusing world. It's, it's hard to navigate a lot of the time because there is a lot of confusing language, especially for people who are first generation immigrants or immigrants themselves, um, which are a couple of my patients. Um, yeah, so just helping them understand the um, medical world a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, you do some uh, great work, Saul. I should also mention, I, I have some investments. I'm invested into medical stock as I, I work at a hospital. I have the lowdown on some stuff. Um, if you'd like names of stuff, I'm uh, invested into Moderna, um, Abbott Laboratories, um, Alinity. Uh, I think it's Alinity. I'll have to look at my, my portfolio. If you're interested in my stocks, I can give you the names of those as well. Um, I'm not super well-versed. And I think after talking to a good friend of the, the Discord, Gigi Joestar, shout out Jiwan. Um, I'm going to put some money into Farfetch. Um, ah. They're poised for some, some, some good growth in the upcoming, nice. um, in the upcoming years. Uh, so I'm going to do some, some research and then invest um, some money into that. Very nice. Um, my side of things, I have been unemployed since June officially. My, my job ended because of COVID, but that's okay. I've been searching for the right spot since then. Thankfully, it hasn't been too drastic of a of a search. Uh, some some good moves are starting to be made in that direction. Um, I have some some good resources from my my alma mater, Michigan State, that have pointed me in some good directions. Um, I'm excited to to get Office John back in the. In the I miss territory. Office John. Yeah, I definitely Office miss John, Office John. I played a lot of uh, iMessage games, and there were a lot of memes <laughs> cooked up when John was in the office. That was just that was pretty much during COVID because my my job a lot of it was in person, and obviously that couldn't happen. Um, yeah, but since then I've been potting full time, which has been a blast. Um, just working on the pod, making memes recording pods. I edit all the episodes, answering DMs, interacting with the cord, all the listeners, all that good stuff. Um, as far as what I'm invested in, uh, I have a Roth IRA, which I contribute I need to, open one of those. to um, I've had to put a pause on it because you have to be employed to contribute to it. But um, can you do it while you're in school? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Talk to yeah. your financial advisor to find out more. I will. <laughs> but uh, I do my Roth. I do a little bit on Robinhood. Um, I've actually had a decent run on Robinhood. I bought some stocks in 2019 while I was bored at work. <laughs> and I've made about $300 on those since then. Hey. Which, I mean, for spending, I think I I spent like, I, I made basically 50% of what I invested. That's Which is pretty darn good really... for like a year. But also oh, the market's just doing great right now. I have a, right now it's not great. It's in a dip, but. Um, but as a whole, like the last yeah. couple months have been insane. Um, <laughs> every about, uh, not every year, but I think for a few years straight, um, some company or some group of researchers had a, I believe it was a blindfolded monkey pick stock. 
And on average, it did better than a professional team of stockbrokers. That's I how it goes, man. Three years in a row. I was a blind monkey in 2019. I invested. Stockbrokers are idiots, dude. I bought 10 shares in Plug Power, which is an electrical company, at $5 a share. They're now trading for $32 a share. Hey, let's, let's go. go. Um, <laughs> so I made most of my profits on my entire portfolio off of that one stock. Humongous humongous i'm i'm up 514 percent on let's go power but that should have put should have put millions in why did it should have put a million instead of 50 dollars? but you know live and learn (laughs) um aside from that i use acorns which is a weekly investing app it just takes 10 bucks out of my bank account every saturday and invests it and says i'll have like 150k in that account when i turn 60 cool which, you know, that's, that's cool. Um, aside from that, I have like 3% of a Bitcoin, which Yo. is worth about a hundred dollars. Rackety rack, rack, rats. I think I have exactly a hundred dollars in Bitcoin. Um, yeah. I bought $50 worth of Bitcoin during the first spike in 2017. That went down to about $10 at one point, And now it's back up to about a hundred. Mm-hmm. So it, all that stuff is like, I don't understand it, but it's like, hey, I'm I'm up, which that's cool. Uh, but most of it is in like real funds that aren't controlled by me making snap decisions on Robinhood, mm. which is for the best. I am by no means a trader in any sense of the word. Um, I don't know any of the terms on the subreddits and stuff. So <clears throat> Just just YOLOing, buying 10 shares of plug power, and then it just happened to work out. Shout out to our good friend, Charlie. Um, Charlie, if you're listening, hope, the, hope your investments are doing well, King. Big King. But Climbing, our next question. Just like he also, is. He built a thing in his basement. I know. Champion. He's a, he's a rock climber. For, yeah. Just for. Oh, we get the, uh, the pair of King's loft. We'll have to install one on one of the walls. True. In our uh, non-studded walls. We'll just rip yes. out the, the plaster. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next question also coming from Marquise. What are some of the first things you want to do once things open up and we can safely do whatever we want again? That's a great question. Um, I want to see my friends. Uh, gosh, it's going to be a while. Uh, I haven't done – I've been – very proud to say I've been pretty darn good on like quarantine protocol and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've taken it really seriously. So once things open up again, I want to hang out with my friends and play super smash bros. Saw you're invited. I'd love that. I want to see you, John. Yeah. That is like at the top of my list. I want to meet my co-host. I want to, I want to go to, to Georgia. We were graciously invited out there. I, I want know. to go to LA I want to go to Japan. Dude, yeah, you Emma Burson's Emma. flying us out to LA on her private jet, according to her. No, uh, in all seriousness, I would love to go to Japan. I know two good friends of the pod, uh, Ace the Based and Etchy Chad, aka mm-hmm. Jacob, are going to Japan together. I'm trying everything in my power to get into that trip. Not really. They're going to go themselves, and I think with um, Ace's partner, um, maybe Jacob's partner. I don't know, but I think that'd be really fun, but I'd love to go with you, John, um, at some point. Um, I have plans, hopefully, to go to Italy with my girlfriend. Um, Molto bene. She's gonna do a yeah. She's gonna do a postgrad trip because or nice. not a postgrad trip. Excuse me. She's doing like a 
post-COVID year trip. Um, her family usually takes, I think, a trip in the in the spring or the winter. Um, obviously, they had to cancel, so I think she's going to delay and then go. And I would just go with her. Um, I, I've I've worked for five months now and only spent money on clothes. Um, so I have. Some I money haven't worked up. for five months and I've still only spent money on clothes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. So I, I honestly, the most basic thing, and this seems cliche, um, is to just go and, and see my friends. I want to see the homies for real. No. So I've been living with my grandparents and I have, um, limited my social circle in New Haven to three people, which is my yeah. girlfriend, Anna, uh, my friend, Lindsay, and my friend, Diego. Um, I have a few more friends than that. I, I'm not incredibly social, but I really do miss a lot of, of people and something that's been really hard for me this past year is feeling like a lot of the friends that I started to get closer to those relationships have now like dissolved or disappeared. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I know the feeling. Like I haven't been able to see those friends for six months now. It's just how it goes right now. Yeah. Like I ha- not... I've completely cut off seeing anyone outside yeah. of my family um, just because cases have been going up and stuff. So right now I'm in hundred percent, quarantine except for like going to the grocery store if i need to but i'm not hanging out like even outside um i would go play horse with my brother and my one of, one of our best friends is mm-hmm. also in my hometown so we would go play horse during the summer with him and now we're i mean it's freezing cold outside but also we're just not not risking it anymore yeah i mean like it's it's really sad um I, I don't know. I just feel like I have lost a lot of friends that I could have made or, or mm-hmm. had, um, you know, it, it's hard um, and it sucks. Yeah. But good things are on the horizon. I, uh, I believe that hundred percent and uh, we just, you know, we, we keep on keeping on, we'll get sauced up with the vaccine soon and then we can go do a bunch of fun stuff. Yeah. Yay. Saul, big question. This is coming from two Discord members. That's how important it is. Two people asked it. Well, they asked them individually, and then I just put them together because they're the same. But Okay. Shout out to Jack Stomain and Justin, both asking, what is your most fun fact? Um, So my most fun fact is that uh, giraffes are the only animal, only mammal, excuse me, born with horns. Ooh. That That's is a my fun go-to fact. fun fact at a party. That's like my my go-to. That is a really fun fact. Mm-hmm. They're born um, instead of them growing them, they're born with them pressed flat against their head when they come out of the um, the womb, and uh, as they as they grow out of like the infantile stage, they they pop up. Wow, that's beautiful. I love that. Shout out to giraffes. Um, my fun fact also has to do with animals. It is that uh, elephants see people the way people see dogs they think we're cute and funny and stupid and they they just think we're big old goofballs and i just think that's lovely like from the perspective of elephants we're just like little little funny little critters just like dude i want to be friends with an elephant so badly elephants are my favorite animals so that just that adds to the fun of of their majesty um but yeah, shout out to shout out to all the elephants and shout out to all the giraffes and shout out to all shout the dogs. Because we talked about dogs and dogs are goaded. 
Yeah, dogs truly goaded. I, I apologize for saying they were stupid earlier. Ah, like I'm fun, sorry, stupid. I cut, I cut one of the questions. What is your least fun fact? Least fun fact um, that the sun is going to explode in like 150,000 years. That is not that's that not fun. that fun. No. So how about you, you saw? Um, I don't know. People who have committed sexual assault still walk around and have no repercussions for their actions, despite there being more than probable evidence to convict them of a serious crime. That is also an awfully unfun fact. Yep. Maybe we should have done this in reverse order. Yeah, I think so. Probably should have left the uh, the elephant. For the, for the end yeah think about yeah. the elephant part though yay elephants <laughs> <laughs> our next question coming from jday 2001 he asked hey kings what are your new year's resolutions oh gosh um i didn't set like a specific one but hopefully to it's just like kind of a world resolution that we can get past covid by the end of the year Oh God, that'd be pretty cool. In, in, in this economy, <laughs> in this economy, yeah, you know, um, that'd be nice. My New Year's resolution is to get vaccinated. I guess okay. for for COVID. I just got an alert for my job. I will be able to schedule a vaccination. Um, Yo, tomorrow. That's so exciting. Huge. That is so exciting, dude. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Saul, what is your New Year's resolution? Uh, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I feel like they put too much pressure on you to take action. And I agree. when you don't do them, it's really like. If I do them, they're vague. Hard. Like just stay healthy or like yeah. wear some cool outfits. Maybe my, I guess a good New Year's resolution for me, get a nice job that I enjoy yeah. and that's fun. And uh, just keep working on the pod and get some cool fits off, like take some cool fit picks. Um, all that, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. What's your new, new year's resolution, Jacob, if you're listening to this, mm. Jacob day, YouTube sensation, uh, shout out to our good friend, Jacob day, who asked that question. He just started a YouTube channel recently and, mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty good. Go check it out. It's fashion related. Yeah. Saul, next question coming from our good friend, Sean, a.k.a. Hi, Sean. Elon Musk. Hi, Sean. What song do you play to get you hyped up? Damn, these are some, some good questions. Um, what are my, like, hype-up songs? I got to look JoJo's now. Part 3 theme song, Stand Proud, in all caps. Like that. that song is 100% a hype-up song um there's a lot i mean you pretty pretty much play anything like a g6 like a g6 is a major hype up song okay uh i listen to this album whenever i, I run um the beginning song is fantastic it is um off of the album so okay um daft punk did a live show um in 2007 which they entitled alive um, okay and then they uploaded it to um spotify I, I think a lot of people have not realized this um i didn't know that yes but the first song is the one that i usually like put on mid-run when i'm not feeling great and like nice. want to go fast um it's called robot rock slash oh yeah um it is a mashup of robot rock and oh yeah 
great, great song. Um, it goes absolutely crazy. Um, two more that I want to mention. Ooh. One is the, what is it? It's by Porter Robinson. It's the Lionhearted Artie remix. That song goes so, so hard. And I had one more that I can't. Oh, Welcome to the Black Parade. That's one of my go-to running songs at the end okay. by My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I um, and final one, the unlockable song from Kino Der Toten in Black Ops 1 Zombies <laughs> 115 is on Spotify. I'm not like a speed metal person really at all. That's the only speed metal song I have in my phone. And it's from a black ops zombies map, but uh, that song goes insane. And if I need to like run a seven minute mile at the end of my 5k, that's the song I'm going to play. That's, yeah, that's, that, that's just a, a couple hype up songs for anyone listening. So our next question, John. It's all. Also coming from Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Asks, what is your favorite decade in fashion? Probably the 19, between the 70s and 80s. Um, yeah, I'd agree. That's hard to pick between the two. A lot I, of good I, movies, or like iconic 70s. movies came out in that time as well. Yeah. They both had amazing fits. So it, like, I would 100% go back and forth from day to day on 70s to 80s, but yeah. definitely those two. Um, Agreed. I think they led to a lot of other amazing styles throughout history as well. Yeah. I'd say the 90s again. Like Yeah, 90s too. Yeah. Um, Is that when that, um, I think whatever like decade that uh, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, was that's, like the I think that's late fashion. '90s, early 2000s. Okay, perfect. It definitely fits with the era. Uh, I'd also say the '90s because that's when streetwear was born. Like that's yeah. when skating became. Yeah, that's big. what I mean. Like, yeah. um, like when that came out, it definitely fits. Like the, the yeah. costume design was sensational. Mm. Um, but yeah, the birth of streetwear was late '90s. It's Babe Supreme, all that, all that jazz, Stussy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah definitely some good decades i'm interested to see what the 2020s look is like at the end of the 2020s what will be the signature look of the 2020s mm. who knows it's um, gonna be the uh the the biker shorts obsidian ones travis scott t <laughs> shitty glasses something like that hell yeah okay big question saw dj saw and dj john uh this this song or not this song. This question comes once again from our good friend Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. If you if you made music, what genre of music would you largely make? Um, what I would want to make house, but what I would actually make is probably like. I think Saul and I would make parody songs. Oh God! Yeah. Realistically, actually, like I would obviously like to make something different. Yeah. Well, Saul and I are the chain smokers, so we're making like we are the chain smokers. Um, college bar EDM. Yeah. But um in realistic sense, I think we would end up making parody music, parody songs. Mm-hmm. Which would be great. I mean, we've already made you've you've heard one of our parody songs at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. So clean pair of kings season three. That we have. Yeah. Next question coming from 
Uh, I believe Justin asked the first part. Mitch Morton asked the second. Um, okay. If you were Airbud, the dog, starring mm -hmm. in an Airbud movie, what sport would you be playing and why? And then do you think you could beat Airbud, the dog, in a sport of your choosing? What sport and why? Okay. So if I was Airbud in an Airbud movie, I think I would just have to go basketball because it, it stays true to the roots of Airbud. Mm -hmm. um, he's a known baller. And hopefully I would like sink a shot to win March Madness or something. Because at oh this point, Airbud is in the NCAA tournament through some strange loophole in the rules or something like that. Okay. If I had to play Airbud in a sport of my choosing, I would choose the discus. Um, I was a state finalist discus thrower in high school. I didn't know you were a finalist. I was. Um, well, anyone who went to state was a, a state finalist, but, um, and I don't think a dog would be able to spin around and throw a plate 150 feet, <laughs> which technically I'm not either. I, my PR was 148, but still, I think I could take on Airbud in the discus. Mm -hmm. How about you, Saul? What are you, what are you playing if you're Airbud? And then what are you able to beat Airbud in? Uh, what am I playing? Um, I, I want to say something wacky. I'm going to say boxing. Don't punch a dog. No, no, no. I am. Or you, you always win because no one's going to punch a dog. Yeah, nobody's going to punch a dog. There we go. Uh, or no, I'm going to say WWE. Oh. Dude, hell in a cell with Airbud. <laughs> kidding? That'd be sick. Nobody, they, they'd have to write you to win. That'd be the best storyline ever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The dog um, wins. And then against Airbud, golf. I just yeah. think it'd be too hard for a dog to generate any swing power. But here's what I'm envisioning. Huh. Um, Airbud, like helicopter tail driving the ball 400 yards because it's a wacky 90s movie. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Okay, maybe I wouldn't win that. <laughs> Chess. But Airbud, I feel like, is smart enough where he could beat the average human being in chess. That's true. What is it? Queen's Gambit? <laughs> Oh, is that the, the Netflix? Have you not is seen? Is that about chess? No, I haven't seen it. It is about chess. Oh, it's, it's very good. I heard it was good from you. Mm -hmm. Hey, moving down the list, this question comes from Tyler Sarah. Is Undercover the new Supreme? Um, no, just not yet. Because they're, no, because I think they have runway pieces, and the runway pieces True. are too hard to get. It'd be cool if Supreme did runway. Yeah, I think, I think that'd I'd be. I'd like to see that. Like, a supreme I runway a collection, I think, would be pretty neat. A good direction to go. Yeah, I agree. Or even if they showcased their stuff that they normally release just on a runway. Honestly, I mean, they do just, their, no, their lookbook. No, book. just have a lookbook, but have people skate down bleaker. Skating down a like runway that. would be cool, too. Yeah. I don't know. You know, we're but, just idea men. Supreme, hit us up. We, uh, I dislocated half my rib cage ollieing in January. I am a yep. skater. I remember that one. Um, our next question, I just realized that I, I left this, so we're going to be one question short of the Discord. I apologize. However, That's all good. Uh, Billy, a.k.a. Making Friends at College, asks, what do the Kings think is hidden on Ian Connor's private account? I'd rather not know. Yep. Agreed. That's that's all I got for that one. Dude, fuck Ian Connor. He is the worst. He is the worst. But we're just going to move on quickly from that one. Less airtime for him. 
Uh, this comes from Feathers McGraw. If you could take creative control and completely change the costuming of characters in any movie, what movie would you choose and how would you approach styling? Um, the 1917, and I put them in actual military surplus, not like high grade reproductions with no dirt on them. Put them in Rick and Morty Supreme Tees. No, like in all honesty, my co- the the costuming in that movie was one of my biggest gripes. I remember you saying that. Everybody's perfectly clean. It's really yeah, annoying. There's there's no dirt on anybody. That's a good like, point. I didn't notice that when I went. If when you I saw read it. accounts from the trenches, people are like, "Yes, we were living with rats. We were miserable. All of my stuff had holes in it. It smelled terrible." Yeah. And then like they're coming the, like freshly the- pressed, starched uniforms. Like maybe the captain, but even then, like boots will have mud on them. Like, I, I don't know. I just thought it was a little bit ridiculous. Dudes in the Andamulameister back lace in 1917, fighting World War One. Yeah, for real. Um, gosh, what would I change the costuming in? Saul, you picked a good one. Um, I would... In Die Hard, um, his, his shirt his undershirt goes from white to like the grossest sweat soaked undershirt of all time in like one scene. I would just have it be more of a progression because that's something I notice every time I see that movie is how unrealistic the, the dirtiness of his undershirt is by the end of it. <laughs> it just like flip flops. And it's something I always notice and I be a more cohesive movie viewing experience. Next time you watch Die Hard keep an eye out for the shirt dirtiness yeah. okay. the shirtiness? definitely the shirtiness definitely something okay. to uh for the film buff okay what about the film skinny that's another story that's <laughs> a great like question though i i like is a strong word i appreciate it <laughs> i'll take it um okay john next question Coming from Feathers McGraw, he had another one. What are the King's favorite albums slash songs by the late GOAT MF Doom? He said it in all caps. Thank you. Any favorite samples he used? Um, my favorite album is definitely Mm Food. Mm. My favorite song from that album is probably Deep Fried Friends. I just think that's a spectacular track. No Love to Guinnesses? Guinnesses is also great, but Deep Fried Friends is just my favorite on the okay. on the album um as far as favorite samples go i just think it's really interesting how he uses audio from the fantastic four in a yeah, lot of i was gonna say music. the fantastic four yeah um, um from the fantastic that's four super cool from um not the uh, uh space ghost yes yeah yep. it's just it's it's fun but he also has it in um uh, like in context, it's not just there for the sake of being there. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and I looked this up, he samples, I think, the theme from Street Fighter 2 in a Ooh. song he has called Impostas. That's cool. Um, hold on. Let me just double check that. Um, I'm just double checking. Um, okay, MF Doom and MF Grimm. Yep, Charlie Ending, uh, which is from uh, Street Fighter 2. Nice. Um, that's super that's a cool. good one. Um, and I was going to say Mad Villainy is probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite albums. Another classic. Um, yeah. I feel like it might be basic, but I feel like it's basic for a reason. It's um, a spectacular project. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you can't really go wrong. His discography no. is, is really good. If you want to be like a, you know, 
uh, elitist and be, you know. Well, a lot like, of it's like a fun listen to like yeah. food, food is a fun album. Yeah. Um, he also has a bunch of samples from the old Spider-Man TV show. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, superhero yeah. adjacent from the villain himself. Mm-hmm. I think he might be better at sampling than Kanye. Whoa. Whoa. I think Kanye finds interesting samples, but he doesn't transform them as much as MF Doom does. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good take. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, rest in peace to the goat. Second to last question from the Discord. Which company uniform is the best fashion-wise or most wearable for you, excluding clothing store uniforms like a Rick or Kith employee? And this question comes from our good friend Musty. Musty bit. Um, DHL, there's a reason why that mom snapped it. Yeah, that, UPS that is also dripped out. The, the brown? The brown is droopy. I'll give them that. I think oh, the, cool. the delivery companies are onto something. Just found a uh, a vintage Yale shirt in a drawer. Ooh, that's a good find. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to give it to UPS for that one. Solid uniforms. Thing. I like it. So, John, our last question from the the Discord. We only mm-hmm. had. I'm sorry, this is my fault. Fourteen. Um, usually a fifteen. Sorry, could you hear that? Okay. I can. Yes. Okay. Perfect. I just get worried sometimes uh, when I move away from the mic, but how dare um, you? Will G asks, what's the best piece from the worst brand? Ooh. Uh, off-white women's wear. Ooh. That's not a piece. That's a, that's a collection, but that's my, that's my answer. Yeah. I was going to say cloud suit from. from Oh, that's from Louis. Oh, wait, was that Louis? Yeah. Okay. I, dude, the cloud suit's so good. Crash, I would wear the cloud suit in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um, I'm trying to think about what else. Like, hmm. Uh, I don't love Andamula Meester. Um, I think the, I think it's cool. My only gripe is like I, I talked with somebody a lot about this. The quality apparently is really like iffy. I've the heard that. Control is yeah. really bad. I've heard for the price, it's definitely not up to par. Um. Can I do worst piece from a good brand? Yes. Rick Montclair hat. <laughs> <laughs> that was just yep. dog shit. Rick Montclair hat. Yeah. Woated, but hilarious at the same time. Yeah. For those of you really who don't bad. know, he took a $14 blank and made it, I think, 300 maybe 350 He I added a Montclair was, patch to it. Wasn't it 350 Canadian? Uh, I can't remember. It might have been 350 euro. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, but regardless, hilarious meme hat from our good pal Rick. Do you know if um, Geocasket kept his? I do not. I should reach out and ask. Shout out to Theo, the OG guest of the pod. The OG. I tried okay. on the uh, the vintage Yale shirt. It is, uh, it's like a it's like a rugby shirt. Like it, yeah. it has like half. It's got the sleeves. Uh, half sleeves. Those always it bother me. Fit. I don't mind sleeves. Them. It's like a baseball shirt. I don't mind like, them. I'll keep the shirt though. Yeah. It's a cool shirt. Thank you. So that does it for our questions from the cord. Shout out to each and every one of the members of the pair of Kings discord. Moving on to the Instagram questions. Uh, this first one comes from once again, our good friend musty asking on multiple platforms. Musty's at is M U S T Y B dot T C H. 
any plans for the King's one year anniversary? For those of you who don't know, the one year anniversary of the pod, I think is January 29th, something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll have to make some, yeah. make some plans. Um, I know we'd like to do a couple giveaways, which, you know, I just want to give back and thank the people who, who got us to where we are in this one year. Yeah. Uh, I don't so know what we're going to do. We'll come up with some cool stuff, but I'm excited. One year of the pod is on the horizon. It's a long time. I feel like this in a long time. OG theme song. Yeah. Didn't even add lyrics, just had the instrumental. Dude, we got to get rid of the first episode. That's got way too many listens. It's it's our second most listened to of all it's time. It's such a rough listen. I know. I, we've lost so many listeners. So many potential listeners because of Just archive them for now. Because of archive Welcome to the now. Kingdom. Archive them for now I and will. put Geocasket as the first. I'll archive all of them up to Geocasket. Not delete, yeah. just archive. Yeah. John, I found I found my weakness, by the way. Somebody just sent me a link for uh, a vintage shirt with Dashwins on it. Oh, yeah. You have to get that. Bro, I'm sorry. You know the it's rules. My, it's, my, it's my weakness. The nice thing about having a dog that doesn't quite conform to one breed is that you don't have to – or there's no shirts. There's no Rico shirt. I mean, he's mostly Boston Terrier, but he does not look Bro, like a I traditional Boston find Terrier. You, I will find you a Rico shirt. There's no shirt with Rico. I mean – we have like some Boston Terrier stuff in the house because Rico is mostly Boston Terrier. And that's what our okay. last two dogs before him were. Okay. Um, shout out to Petey and Frank. May they both rest in peace. But uh, Rico has definitely got some other stuff in the mix. Oh my God. Yeah. I just was what an interesting when dog. you said rest in peace. I, uh, <laughs> this is a bit of a shameful story. So uh, I was friends with older people when I was young. I was, I was six. And I had like a babysitter mm-hmm. who I was also friends with, one of my oldest friends um, named Trevor. And he was, I think, 18 at the time or okay. 17. So he would babysit me and we were at the golf course. And um, I think his grandfather had just passed away. Again, I am going to again say that I was six years old. So I like didn't understand. Um, and somebody came up to him and was like, hey, like, tre- you know, Trevor, I heard what happened. How are you? Like what's going on um and he like teared up like he couldn't get through his sentence he's like I, you know, he got like a really bad stutter and in my like six-year-old thing i was like oh he's just stuttering so i went oh his his grandpa died he's not good I was just like oh my god Oof. and he was just like sobbing and i was just Aww. like what did i do did i say something wrong i mean as i was so bad that's uh, that's like your response at that age that's what i would probably would have done the same thing yeah it's just like oh <laughs> rest in peace rest in peace but good god i could have been a little bit more sensitive to that anyway our next next question uh lunch as a underscore asks opinions on maison margella come on Saul. you know his name is mason margella Oh yeah, sorry. Shout out, Just shout kidding. Out to Mason. Shout out to our boy Mason Margella. Um, I like Margella. Um, I I don't know it as well as I know some other brands. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my favorite Margella piece is Tabby Boots because I do co-own a fashion meme page. But um, definitely a Margella fan. How about you, Saul? 
I like them. Uh, their suit jackets fit me really well. I, I'm selling one of my Margella uh, suit jackets. I should probably throw that in the court in case anybody's curious. Um, it's a size 48. Um, I don't know. Their, their stuff is nice and it, it fits well. Um, yeah, I, I can't complain. I think some of their basics are a little bit overpriced and I wouldn't mm-hmm. buy their their stuff for retail, but I found some really good deals on Margella stuff. Like one of my favorite pairs of dress pants are from Margella. Um, they're just like a pair of black dress pants. They were like $85 and they're fantastic. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Like older designer dress pants can be found for a steal most of the time. I got a pair, mm-hmm. pair of, uh, Prada slacks at the end of 2019, I think okay. for like 40 bucks and they're spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shout out to uh, our good pal Mason over at Margiela. Mm-hmm. He's doing great work. Thanks Mason. Mm-hmm. So Saul, we have a, a triple crown, three, a, a quick response answers. This one comes from podcast alumna, Emma Burson at Emma Drew on Instagram. First question, who runs the world, the artist or the businessman? Girls run the world, Beyonce said it. True. Question number two, what's a brand or artist you think will be huge in five years? Ooh, um, uh, five years? It was like decently established. Um, you know what? I think, no, no, Calvin Raff. That's going to blow up. Yeah, from an archive perspective. And number three, what's your hottest, spiciest take? Um, ooh. Uh, hottest take? Hottest take. Uh, lobster sucks. <laughs> that's, that's a deep cut. Big time. Yeah. Um, okay, great answers. John, flip these oh, back on you. Who runs it. the world? The artist or the businessman? Girls run the world. Shut up, Beyonce. What's a brand or artist you think will be huge in five years? Uh, one that's still in business is Random Identities. I think they'll, oh, they'll be popping off in five years. Or they what just is... completely won't be. Depends on, I yeah. think, how they make their retail prices because they're mo- they're mostly purchased on like 70% sale in essence. Yeah. What is your hottest, spiciest, most caliente take? The movie Wally was designed to sell Blu-ray players. That's not a hot take. That's a fact, but that doesn't describe <laughs> how good it is. <laughs> I think it is a hot take because people hear it and they're like, "Yo, that makes sense." But people aren't talking. No one's talking about it. No one's talking about this. No one's talking about Dude, the Wally conspiracy. Big, big Pixar is keeping this under wraps. <laughs> Wally was designed to sell Blu-ray players. Big Open Blu-ray. your eyes. <laughs> big Blu-ray is keeping you silent. Sony's involved. You know they had the Blu-ray and the PlayStation Three and the Four and the, I. I don't know if it's in the PS Five actually, but you know, it was designed yeah. to sell the Blu-ray. So on the topic of film and TV, um, The Office has left Netflix. Let's fucking go. White the personality trait. Personalities. Let's go. Has left Netflix. It has left the building. It has migrated over to Peacock, which is NBC's streaming platform. I'm guessing it'll be back on Netflix within six months because Peacock will fail and Peacock. Netflix will get muscled into it by the hordes of adoring viewers. However, if you are an avid watcher, viewer of the office and would like it without subscribing to peacock it is on itunes the entire series for 30 dollars. it's like 15 cents an episode no john I, I will never pay for it no 
I'm just saying for the for the listener. Bro, what are what are white dudes gonna put on when they're trying to hook up with their their Tinder mashups now? <laughs> Who's to say? But regardless, the office has left the building. Netflix fans in disarray. Yeah. Uh, no more gym moments. No more epic camera look gym style. Wait, wait. Oh, I was gonna do it, but then I realized that this is a audio only medium. Um, but yeah. So, John. So another question from a pod alum, Kyle Velasco. Shout out to you, Kyle. Kyle Velasco 12 on Instagram. I believe it's Kyle Velasco 12 on TikTok as well. Probably. Look up Kyle Velasco. It'll come up. He's had like fan cams. The king of TikTok. For sure. What's your New Year's resolution from the perspective of your personal style? Um, To wear all the cool stuff I bought in quarantine this year. I like that. Also, John, uh, just as a heads up, Greg Lauren is having a 70% off sale. Ooh, I will have to look into that. Mm-hmm. So um, what's your New Year's resolution from the perspective of your personal style? I am trying to transition a little bit more into um, some formal wear. So wearing okay. like button downs or like collar shirts, but try not to. Full tux. Like no, like trying not to look like a douche, you know, like to play devil's advocate like i don't want to do that i just want to wear like cool button down cool pants why would you play devil's advocate vest. when you could just play among us skipping over that when the uh, imposter is sus stop okay. <laughs> um i'm trying to pick up a pair of cool loafers like brown not patent leather but like shiny leather Check like vestiaire and stuff they have like crazy designer loafers for so cheap i got a pair of heeled raft loafers for what i can only imagine was 80 percent, 90 percent off of retail they're crazy that's what you paid i paid around two oh okay that's still i think they're retail for 14.90 or something oh my gosh i I figured it was about a g Uh, but they are nuts um, and I had the heels tapped by my local cobbler um, as well. So they're, they're going to last a nice long time. Um, yeah, uh, Retail is 8.95. Okay. So, but I, I still just, got them for a spectacular discount. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, check, check like vest year and stuff. I will. If they're a little used, that's fine. Like mine, mine have a little bit of wear, but it's really, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be wearing them as well. Uh, but Weijins are a great way to go for just like a, entry level loafer that wears really nicely and looks really Damn. nice. Uh if anybody wants geo baskets in a size seven, somebody found like uh, what looked to be like a pair of chrome heart geo baskets. On Vestiaire. Oh no, they're they're oh they're not sorry they're not whatever not chromed. They're not chromed. They are just cool. But um I don't know why I'm finding cool deals right now. But um yes all we have a podcast to record we do but this is a fashion podcast so it is that it is naturally we are shopping half the time yeah listen (laughs) listen man i I don't have any okay i don't know just listen to the pod that's that's what we're gonna end that with um moving down the list this question comes from the notorious bong on instagram will under armor ever have a resurgence or drift further into irrelevancy uh I don't know, honestly. I think um, they have their market, like just pure athletic wear. Yeah. I, I think they'll they'll branch out a little bit to athleisure. Yeah. Um I mean they did the ASAP Rocky thing 
but they literally just copied the Osiris D3. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking about it, but I really don't know. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to say, and it'll be interesting to uh, – I, I think they have the performance market where they want it. Um, like Steph Curry, I know – or I don't know. I'm guessing he moves a lot of product for them. I don't well, – who else is signed? Like Joel Matt Embiid. Pathel was a huge – He's a big Under Armour guy. Yeah. Um, understandably, too. Um, he said they make great athletic wear. I'm just not sure that they've been able to, like, bridge the gap – I, I think mm-hmm. athleisure is going to be like their their foot in the door. Yeah, know? I think as of right now they're chilling in pure athletic wear, mm-hmm. and perhaps we'll see it. We'll see it uh, branch out more into mm-hmm. athleisure. But mm-hmm. Only time will tell. Yeah. So our next question coming from sway That's s w four y y. What's the best way to cuff pants, and when is it necessary? So good question, by the way, that is a really good question. It kind of depends on user's preference, whether or not you want to cuff the pants, unless like your heels are on the ends of the pants, then it's probably a good idea too. So it doesn't shred the bottoms unless that's the look you're going for. But uh, I cuff my capital jeans from Saul and I do just a, just a quick double cuff and I make sure it's even on all sides. It's like a one inch cuff in total, probably. And uh, sometimes I cuff them, sometimes I don't. It's funny, like they'll have sand in the bottom of the cuff when I undo the cuff and stuff from like walking on the beach in them and stuff like that. And uh, I think the best way, I saw a really interesting way where you cuff it like two inches and then you pull up the bottom cuff so you can still see the end of the denim, but you also get the cuff. It's kind of hard to explain. Twice? Yeah, you cuff them. To, you do like a two-inch cuff, and then you take the bottom inch and you fold that up, so you can still see the edge oh, of the denim. Okay. But you still have like a one-inch cuff, and it's not that. just the single cuff. Uh, so it it's like thicker. I don't know. I saw it on a you raw denim really video long, on YouTube. You need, really long, you need long jeans, which a yeah. lot of salvage denim comes at like a thirty-six inch length. So that's true. Um, I think yeah. it's it was it was like a raw denim video on YouTube where I saw that, but um. That's an interesting way if you have the pants for it. I think it's necessary only if you deem it necessary. Yeah. Or if you're tripping I, over your pants. Yeah. I mean, if you're wearing like cool socks or something, I think if you're rocking like the, the British or trad style and you're doing, you know, cuff with white socks or black socks and you're trying to show those off, like cuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like, I guess feel it out for the outfit. Um, just keep in mind that cuffing can block like the bottom of your silhouette pretty hard because mm-hmm. um, it makes like a full stop because there's a break in color. Um, so I think keep that in mind, obviously. Um, but if you're not trying to do like, you know, a, a super fluid silhouette, I think it'll work quite well. Absolutely. Very well said. Thank you. I, I try. You succeed. Next question, also from Sway.Y, SV4Y.Y, best concert you've seen? Well, actually, it was what concerts have you seen, but I boiled it down to maybe the best, or we can or we can elaborate and talk about all of them. But Yeah, the only one that I really saw and like will go to my grave for is like Frank Ocean Live. It was, it was awesome. a legendary performance, too. I just cried the whole time. <laughs> that's what I would have done. Um, yeah, that's a very iconic show that you went to. Mm-hmm. 
um might have been his last live show who knows yeah who knows <laughs> uh i really enjoyed i went to a gus dapperton show in oh. i think 2018 and he stage dove on top of me my brother and our friend oh, which was totally. super fun um i went to a i'm not a big post malone listener anymore but back when stoney came out and like as funny as it sounds post malone was kind of like an indie dude like he wasn't super well known outside of white iverson I went to a show of his and I sat like third row for 60 bucks and he waved at me or I waved oh. at him and he waved back, which was super funny. Um, he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. He was super, like he was, do. he was a great performer too. Um, and it was like, now it's a once in a lifetime performance. Cause I'm guessing third row at a post Malone concert is quite a bit more than $60 now. Yeah. But um, aside from that, Steve Lacey was really good. Uh, I went to, I got to go to Sunday service, which less of a concert, more of a performance, but it was wild, really interesting experience. Um, thank you to Wade from dead stock report for getting me a ticket. That was crazy. That was like the power of the internet. Um, he hit me up in the dead stock report Slack and asked me if I wanted to go to a Kanye concert the next day. And I took the day off work and there I got to go see Kanye. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited to go to concerts again after Borantine. Yeah. Just kidding. Keep keep lockdowning. Yeah. Keep quarantining. John, I'm going to modify this next question just a little bit. Uh, okay. So I asked the third, uh, SW4Y.Y, what job would, do you want? He asked, what jobs do you have slash want? But um... Um, I don't have a job. I'm a full-time podcaster. That is actually a job I want. Um, I would love sick, to yeah. be able to do this full-time. I mean, it's a blast. It really does not feel like work. And on that topic, I want whatever job I end up with, I want to enjoy it enough where it truly does not feel like work. Well, I want to be working hard, but I want to be getting a lot out of what I do. That's That's really at the top of the list. That's what I want out of out of employment um and i want to be able to have coworkers who i enjoy being around as well which i've been lucky enough to have great experiences with coworkers in the past just from like them being nice but uh yeah excited for whatever's next for the career of john hogeboom some of my coworkers suck that's I have too bad three coworkers and one of them is like an absolute snitch Ooh, that's never fun. Dude, she sucks. Oh my God, is she bad? I lucked out at my last job. Everyone was super nice because it's like advertising is a pretty creative industry. So Mm -hmm. people are genuinely or generally pretty laid back and a lot of fun to be around. Yeah, that's nice. Very supportive of the podcast as well. My, My coworkers at my last job. It was like right when we were starting. I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. That's true. Like, you're oh, also like the cute cool, it's fine. i was guy, like right? i was like yeah i was the youngest person in my office i was the youngest person on my team by a decent amount um not not an old joke in any way if any of you are listening but um yeah i mean they were supportive and they were like interested in what i had to do with my time because i wasn't buying a house or raising a family i was talking about shoes and clothes with one of my best friends who i've never met and they thought like that was the craziest thing but they also loved your pod bike 
my oh my gosh yeah having zoom meetings with the pod mic they'd be like john <laughs> just say stuff we just want to hear how crispy the voice is and i hope it comes through in the in the pod this crisp but it sounds pretty good in zoom mm. i've heard it sounds better like just from voice calls on the discord and stuff i've heard from the listeners that it sounds better over discord than it does on the pod discord we recently our server got boosted thank you we're, to justin we're turbo um, mm-hmm it's funny um, it's literally called turbo yeah but i think audio quality increases on discord cool when you boost yeah yeah i don't know so oh john you, it's my turn for question yeah time for a darius dot half seven triple crown thank you darius for keeping up your tradition of asking us three questions sometimes four but um we've got a we've got three questions from darius we're gonna do them one, two, three. I'll ask Saul first, and then he'll ask me. What is the most underrated album ever? Ooh, damn. Uh, really By Kendrick Lamar? Question. No. Uh, uh, can I say, can I say, uh, was it to Pimp a Butterfly that lost to? To Macklemore? Yeah. I'd say that just because it didn't win. For that, yeah, for that reason alone. Yeah. If you could have any fictional character drop a fashion collection, who would you want? Um, damn. Uh, That's a great question. That is a really good question. Any fictional character I want? Yeah. It's got to be someone from anime. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Although, I I don't know. Uh, this is tough because I want stuff that I can wear. Like, yeah. I feel like if I'm choosing this, I have to pick somebody who's things I would wear and not just be like, oh, that's cool and not mm-hmm. do. So I'm trying to pick like a character who I personally like and then also want to like would There'd dress be like, like cool them. suiting from JoJo's part three, I feel like. But they wouldn't do suits. That's true. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, I, I'm really struggling with this. Um, Damn. Can I can I pass and come back? Absolutely. Okay. Um third question, who's the most base designer in all of fashion? Um Vivian Westwood. She's she's really about it. That's a great one. I think that she's she's been like true to her morals and true to her her message throughout her entire career and she's also very outspoken about the environment. She's outspoken about women's rights. Uh, she's had no allegations against her. Um, she's 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 sick. She's really cool. Yeah, she's a queen for sure. I'm a, I'm a Westwood ride or die. So, sure. John, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip these back around for you. All right. Uh, see see what you're feeling, what you're not. Hopefully, you'll buy, buy some, some sneakers. sneakers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the most underrated album ever? Um, I gotta go to Pimp Butterfly as well, just because of the circumstances. And the epic move by Macklemore to post the text he sent to Kendrick Lamar, like the pity party afterwards, like, hey, I know I shouldn't have won, but I'm not going to give it up to uh, to Kendrick. Could he have done that? I don't know. He could have he could have like ceremoniously done it. I feel like just handed him the Grammy. Yeah, that's true. But I also understand like you win Grammy for best rap album. You're probably going to want to keep it. That's true. What happened to Macklemore? Is he still making music? It's a good question. Um, Macklemore, if you're listening, let us know what's going on, dog. 
Ryan Lewis is the real disappearing act between the two of them. Yeah, he he disappeared while they were still famous. Like I don't <laughs> think he like, ever was famous. It was just always Malcolm and Ryan Lewis. Like who's this other guy? Is he yeah. one of the chain smokers? Maybe. Oh god. <laughs> Next question: If you could have any fictional character drop a fashion collection, who would you want? Okay. Well, now that you had trouble with it, I'm also having trouble with it. Um, who's who's swagged out? Oh no no no! Tintin and Captain Haddock banger collection from them. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. They they'd be sick. Think. The man in the yellow hat from Curious George. Oh, that'd be very John. I like that a lot. Dude gets fits off. I also have the Prada banana sweater, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's like in the in the the canon. The overall canon. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and then third one. Most base designer in all of fashion. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, most base designer in all of fashion. Sorry about that. 100 piggybacking on Saul, uh, Big Viv for sure. Based. As can be, Vivian okay. Westwood. Yeah, great questions, Darius. Thank you. Good questions. Next question, though, coming from Noah Column. That is N O A H C O L E M N. Asked, do you think the way? Do you, sorry, do you think with the way social media moves, people's styles are becoming less and less individual and personal? Yes, but maybe people aren't even realizing it. Um, yeah, people are subconsciously dressing like. I mean, you get to learn a lot more about fashion and style and stuff, uh, but you're doing less exploration and more just absorbing what's already out there. I definitely agree. Yeah, Um, I think John said it beautifully. Thank you. I will say nothing more then because I don't want (laughs) to just babble on about it. (laughs) Um, All right. This question coming from Jay Kizzle. Shout out to you, Jacob. If Okay, you just purchased your own island. What would you name it? What kind of cool stuff would you have going on there? And who are three people that you would want to bring with you, dead or alive? Great question. No, no people. No people. I'm creating a sanctuary. It's going to be called Monkey Island. Let's go! Monkeys. I'm not. I I want there to be a place where they can be safe and protected. I'll have like one researcher go and just make sure everything's okay there. But they're just going to have their own place. There's not going to be any pollution. Monkey Uh, Town. It's going to be Monkey Town. Yeah. They're just going to be nice and safe. I love and, that. Yeah. I'll build some like ho- like like structures just so that they, you know, if they need to be indoors, they can be indoors. But I think they probably figured it out for themselves. Yeah. Um, and I'm starting, uh, I want to start, or what is it? Uh, monkey, monkey school? Oh my gosh. There's, an, there's a monkey school documentary on the Smithsonian uh-huh. channel. It's amazing. I think it's orangutan specifically. Yeah. It's unreal it's a school it's very sad circumstances it's like orphaned monkeys Mm -hmm. uh, that have been found whether their parents have been poached or they've just been separated and essentially people teach them how to do monkey stuff like find food and crack open coconuts and you know just climb and live and like get honey out of beehives all this interesting stuff and the monkeys on the show are just wonderful they all have like their own personalities it's crazy. My it's only concern show. with it being an island is that monkeys need socialization, especially mm-hmm. with other tribes. And so I'd be worried about them becoming too insular and then becoming hostile. Um, monkey boat, monkey boat. Yeah, I'd give them a big <laughs> pirate ship 
and they can yes! they can sail. Yeah, I right. th- I guess those are the three the three people. It'd be me and three people who know how to pirate like to pilot a boat. Create Monkey Island. Yeah, <laughs> me and me the boys pulling up to Monkey Island. I I can't come up with a better answer than that. Oh come on, you got to try. Oh man, what would I? So I'm just I can't copy monkey island i'm gonna do an island for people okay what would i name it hmm the name is to be determined cool stuff i would have going on there definitely like i would want a lot of gardens on the island like a lot of a lot of crops going on a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables uh, like kind of a self-sustaining garden action going on who would I want to bring with you? Definitely bring in Saul so we can pod from the island. Um, probably bring Rashid so yeah. he can hang out with us. Um, he'd like become one with nature. We wouldn't see him anymore. No, but he'd be he'd be happy. That's what matters. Um, it's just a fun island of just having a good. It's like a vacation. We're not living there permanently. We just go hang out on on the island. It's a blast. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Moving down the list. Actually, that's that's you. Uh, your your question's next. That is true. Next question. I got ahead from, of it. Oh God, sorry. It's lay three 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 three. There's nine threes. Okay. When I type um, this up, yeah. I hate this question. Ideal wear. Ideal <laughs> Jesus. Ideal pair of vans to wear with the suit. Um, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Five vans. Are that is that a thing? Yeah, there's a, a Bucciarati vans that are sick. Golden Win X Vans. They go for like oh, a G on eBay. They're insane. What? Yeah. What? They're, these they're official JoJo's vans. I don't know what the date was, but they're really cool. I can't see them. Oh, I'm banned on Hypebeast. They shadow banned me. Hypebeast did? Mm-hmm. How does I can't that access happen? Hypebeast.com. What'd you do? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I cannot. Why wow. I open Hypebeast? Because Hypebeast doesn't page. have like a shop or anything. Nope. Like you couldn't have botted Hypebeast. Nope. I don't know what I did. And now they're I just haters. I, I legitimately I don't want to do see you thrive. Maybe what I did. Maybe you're, they just know you're not a Hypebeast. You just you pave your own way. So they're like, you shouldn't even be looking at this website. Yeah, I totally forgot that they had, they banned it because I used to look at some of the sneaker releases on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was it I, recent? I to do it. No, this was like months ago. But like recent as in the last year? It's happened. Yeah, yeah. It happened okay. when we, when we huh. started the pod. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I thought it would be like from 2016 when you were botting Yeezys or something. No, 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 not at all. That's wild. I, I used it for a little while for sneaker releases yeah. to, you know, look as you as you read about. Yeah, you but... would fill it in with other websites. I remember. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep, they huh. they shut me down. I don't know why they yeah. they silenced me. I'm, I'm part of the deep state. <laughs> Free the boy. For real though, um, yeah, I don't know. Don't wear Vans with a suit. Good, good reference to the pod though. Love to hear that you're listening. Yeah, the classic reference. That was your first hot take. Was it my very I first so. one? I think that was the very first. That will be lost if we archive the OG pod episodes. Not you'll lost, to, but just taken off the airwaves. Yeah, you'll have to uh, get in your listens now. Yeah, maybe we'll include all those 
with the Patreon if we if we end up starting a Patreon. All the OG episodes, episode zero included. The first time Saul and I speak to each other on the phone That's was true. our first podcast, which is oh not God, on, that and audio. It's not on anything. It's gotta be atrocious. Right? Oh my God, I can't even imagine. <laughs> it it. <sighs> I didn't know how to sound edit, so it was all in one cut. Oh. And it would start off like five words in because we couldn't oh, cut off the front yep. either. So yep, it'd be yep, like. Yep, yep. King's podcast. Uh, my name is John Hogaboom. <laughs> it was so bad. Humble beginnings. Humble beginnings. Uh, big question coming up next. This is from Sela 2000, C-E-L-A 2000. Are fleece jackets played out? No. Not yet. I hope they never become played out, but I love fleeces. I'm not going to lie. I popular. do not love the, the, the Patagonia like retro x fleece. no i just don't love the the vest fleece the one that all the uh the accounting the accounting the finance bros oh were. yeah one i know the, the company logo. i thought you meant like the deep pile one. Oh no i don't mind about those, those i just are cool. I don't the like retro x. those are like 200 those too much are they really yeah because it's like nice sherpa fleece but you know Anyone at Pataguchi want to hook up the boys with some fleeces? We'll talk about you in every episode. Yo, Minions collab when need that Pataguchi. For real, for real. That was amazing. Thank you. Slid it in there. I'm getting quicker with these. That was really good. Thank you. Next question coming from Raymond Johnson Jensen's. John and Saul are coaches for the fashion designer basketball game. Who are Naturally. you drafting? Are we doing do, are we doing like roundabout draft? You want to yeah. take one? I'll take two. Three, How about we play rock, four, paper, five. scissors? Okay. I, is there is there okay, ready? Best are we, do you we're say going shoot? on shoot and we best one of one. Whoever wins wins. Okay. All ready? Right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. Wait, shoot. what is this cadence? What is this cadence? One rock of us paper. has to say it. Okay. All right, ready? You say it. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Wait, you don't say says? What do you say? I say rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Oh, I just do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, all right. That's okay. why I said says. Okay, one more time. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, okay. again, both tied. scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Okay, right. I win. John um, won, so he gets I will, pick one. I will draft I get first. Two. I get two, three, you get three, four. Are we doing snake draft? Yeah, I think snake just okay. All right, okay. with the first pick in the 2021 fashion designer basketball draft, John Hogaboom selects Michelle Lammy. What she's gonna be a force on the court, dog. You know, really, she's gonna be like, I don't even know, she'll be like scurrying around just out of control. She's gonna okay. kill with picks two and three. Uh, Saul Thompson selects Virgil Abloh, he's six two. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I have to pick him up. He is six two, um, and uh, you know what? I, I'm I'm deliberating a little bit here because I'm trying to snake away. Uh, forgive the pun. A pick from John. I'm trying to predict who he's going to take and then snatch him up. Um, you know what? I want to take Walter Van Buren. I feel like Ooh. he'd be a, a good center. A Think about team boy. chemistry, though. You can't have Walter and Virgil on the same team. They, that's that's why I'm, I'm making them make are they up. gonna reconcile okay they i are. like that i respect that yeah um my next picks Sh- simon port jackma i feel like really? he's athletic I feel like he doesn't know how to play basketball. i feel like he just has natural athleticism <laughs> okay though. that's fair yeah um gosh who's next 
Got to think of who's who's really tall. Tyrone in a pair of kiss boots. Oh God. He is yeah, technically that, a designer that man, too. That man's tearing his ACL. He's out for the game. <laughs> okay, maybe we don't pick Tyrone. Uh, Tyrone has been redacted. Sorry, Tyrone, if you're listening. Oh gosh, who who's going to be on the court? Hmm. I think that June Takahashi can handle himself on the basketball court. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm at Michelle um simon and june okay okay and you're at virgil and walter. walter okay with, with my third pick and what is and fourth the sixth pick. overall sixth yeah. overall okay yeah. sixth overall i am selecting none other than nigo oh that man, was gonna that be one of my definitely picks. knows how to play basketball you know he, I, you know he can definitely move. knows yeah. how to play basketball i'm trying to think here because I, I could, you could just cheat and be like D Wade because he, he, you know, designs stuff. That's cheating. Yeah. Um, who actually, who's actually about it? Can I, can I select a coach? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm going with, no, I, I need somebody mean. And I don't want to move Walter to the coaching position. Apparently, he's a really tough teacher. This is tough. Um, I'm going to select with with my coach. I'm going to take Vivian Westwood. That's a good. You will not take shit from anybody. I was thinking Anna Wintour for coach. Oh, that's GQ. Okay, yeah. So that'll be my coach pick. Okay, and then two more picks. Yeah, I'm at three players, so I'll pick one more player right now. Um, gosh. Hmm. Who's gonna Who's gonna add to the team chemistry too? Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm feeling like Virgil's gonna be like my my Russell Westbrook, who kind of comes in and just gets his stats, but is like obnoxious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I'll go with. Oh gosh, Zach Kininger from Basket Case Gallery. He played oh, college basketball. He did play college basketball. All right. We both have one more pick, right? Yep. I'm, I'm taking my, my last two here. I'm going to select. All right. First one, I am going to take. I want like a good corner shooter. I feel like Tom Brown. Just sit in a corner. Just, just sink him. That's all he's going to do. Um, I am also going to take. Uh, let's take, I'm sure I'm going to say this name wrong. Hader Ackerman, Hader Ackerman. Yeah. He's French and I don't want to, to butcher this, but I feel like he, he'd be like a solid point guard. Oh, 100%. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we've got your, your last team. pick. Okay. Last pick. It's a lot of pressure. Um, hmm. Who could, who could pull it off? I think Rick, because the um, the first Geos were like a, a play on basketball shoes. I feel like he's too nice, though. He he doesn't have that killer instinct. He is there for team chemistry. Okay. Locker room That's guy. Have, he's a locker room Michelle. guy. You have Michelle. Yeah. Rick and Michelle. And we've got June. Can Zach. I can I pick my sixth man? I'm not 
I'm not saying yes or no. You do you do as you please. Okay. I think I'm gonna take Craig Green. It's my sixth man. Ooh, nice. I'll I'll take Kiko for mine. Okay. Oh, Kiko's definitely I feel like he the Bulgarian baller. Yeah, that's true. He's made wrestling shoes, so I would definitely pick him for the wrestling team. But mm. all right. Pair of Kings, when we get enough notoriety to get all these people involved in a single event, we'll uh, we'll let you guys know. I like it. All right, second to last question. Thank you all for bearing with us during that last one. This one comes from Teeth underscore G on IG. Who are your top three clothing inspirations? Um, I really, I, I feel like I don't look at a lot of, of things. I, I feel like I just kind of walk around and what I, I like, I, I, you know, I, I, perfect sell them i add them to my my uh my repertoire you know I there we go my, yeah you know so i don't know um i i guess um i don't know i really don't follow any like inspo accounts at all no. i think for me i was like taking a step back i think nature is is a big inspo for me for fashion um I like like earth tones, stuff like that, but also like sky tones. I love sky blue and deep blue, like ocean tone. I don't know. It can relate a lot of my style, I think, to nature. Um, hmm. I'm inspired by color. I don't wear a lot of all black. Um, nothing against the all black fits, but I think I just feel more comfortable in a colorful fit. And then friends and family for the third inspo, like, I have a lot of, I'm thankful to have a lot of friends who are involved in the fashion space, um, whether that be from just a casual fan or brand owner. And it's cool just getting to bounce ideas off of people and getting inspired by maybe what they're making or uh, just what they've been about in the world of fashion. Yeah, I like that. I like that answer a lot. Thank you. John, we're on our, our last question here coming from its.sparky, S-P-A-R-K-I-E, mm-hmm. affordable mid-range streetwear brands for someone looking to get into clothing. Okay. It's a great question. You um, want me to Yeah, you take it off? away. You start it off. Yeah. Um, look into something like Carhartt and Dickies. Mm-hmm. Those are, they're cheaper, but they look good. Um, you could always go to Basket Case, who we interviewed yeah. Great, like streetwear basics. Um, honestly, like pay attention to your Instagram feed. Like mm-hmm. YTG has really cool stuff that could be like a shout out. Etai, Jalen yeah. Brown wore head to toe YTG walking out of the tunnel last week. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, Jalen Brown is also somebody you'd want to be wearing your stuff. Dude's oh my gosh, yeah, guy. absolutely. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to think about other other places you can go. Um, it depends. So I, I'm trying to price like t-shirts at around thirty, pants at around somewhere between like 50 to 90 um, and then outerwear from anywhere to like 80 to 150 mm-hmm. um, like jackets. You could look into military surplus. Um, if you want like designer stuff, I really don't know. And I, I hesitate to give this advice a little bit, but if you're looking to try something out that is like quote unquote high fashion or designer, um, I wouldn't hesitate to try reps. Um, there are places that you can go um, on Taobao that sell pretty high quality basics. Um, there's mm-hmm. a Korean store that I know of um, that sells high quality basic like 
turtlenecks and things like that. Um, I'm probably going to pick some stuff up from them. Um, it's not stuff that will last you forever. It's kind of like a Uniqlo thing. Um, but it is fun to try. It's a good way um, to get to know different silhouettes as well. Yeah, I, I think that Uniqlo is great. Um, but there is like a certain extent to how crazy you can get with certain silhouettes. You know, it is kind of like... A lot of their collabs fitting. are where it gets... Or Uniqlo U mm-hmm. or Uniqlo UTs, like where it gets more experimental. Yeah, and if it burns an EP, that's Uniqlo UTI. But hey um, thank you. Man, you are quick um, with them today. I'm trying, listen. Um, yeah, I, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to recommend anything that's like too crazy or too mm-hmm. hard or too out there. Um, if you'd like to talk about this more, honestly, we could probably make an, an Instagram poll um, mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, what are some of your favorite, like, you know, mid range or like entry mm-hmm. for, for people getting into clothes? Um, I think you, you brought up some great ones. I think just buying secondhand and vintage is also mm-hmm. really a good, good choice for that. Oh, um, stay, stay off of grailed a little bit. Cause it'll drag you into the trap of like thinking everything is more expensive than it mm-hmm. should be. And yeah. Use all okay. your platforms. eBay is really good. The real, Go real best year. Best year. Like grailed um, isn't the only place to mm-hmm. shop. For this kind of stuff. There are a lot of options. Um, If you need us to repeat any of those or send links, let us know. Mm -hmm. Message us. We're we're really. We're just two dudes with a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you know, anytime anyone has any inquiries about getting into clothes or expanding or, I mean, we're just two guys. Our opinions are 100% based off of our own personal styles, but based very based and styled, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully we gave some decent options. Mm-hmm. I hope so as well. And with that, Saul, we've come to the end of the main event of this podcast, but we are mm-hmm. not done quite yet. We have the closing ceremonies. How could we, we how could we forget? You know, we didn't forget. So that's good. But uh, let's start things right off with song of the week. For those of you who aren't aware, the song is essentially, or not the song, this segment is essentially us bringing up our song of the week, something we've been grooving to, listening to a lot, and um, enjoying. And it's on an ongoing Spotify playlist called Pair of Kings that you can find if you mosey on over to Spotify.com, search Mm -hmm. Pair of Kings, find the playlist by Saul Thompson. Give it a listen. It's got all of our guest songs of the week on it as well. John, do you have – I'll let you go first here. Okay. What is your song of the week? My song of the week is by the British artist Baker, B-A-K-A-R. I think it's Baker. might be Bakar. And the song itself is called Ghosts. Recommended to me by pod alumna Emma Burson. Nice. He has been chopping it up. It was just on the topic of, because we were talking about Brovcore last last week in the pod. So Cool. Yep. How about you, Solly boy? Um, my recommendation is coming on the back of Nicole, um, who is somebody in a group chat that we are in. Um, I believe it is Nicole.Lunin, L-U-N-I-N. Um, but she's also into house music, so I've been listening to even more house um, on her recommendations. Um, the song is called Eating Glue, which would probably be a favorite of Sol in preschool. I didn't actually do, but 
that's a joke. Um, it's by a group called Paranoid London. Um, and it is music that I would describe as like brain rot music. It's just music that I put on at the gym that like makes me feel like I'm listening to something but not focusing on the music. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like it's it's beating my brain into like a pulp. You know how you have to beat octopus so that it's tender? I don't actually. I've, oh, you have to hit I've never it with like a wooden octopus. paddle. That's uh, in Japanese, like, um, I guess not just Japanese, in um, good sushi places, if they have fresh octopus tentacle, um, they'll they'll beat it with like a wooden Interesting. plank, basically. They'll just hit it with a two by four. Not I, really. I quite enjoy octopus, so. Mm-hmm. They'll do it so that it's tender and not tough. Because yeah. if you don't tenderize it, it it's tough. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, folks, go listen to those tunes and more. Go eat some glue. Don't do that. We are not endorsing that. Um, Mm. As we always say, don't take anything we say on this pod seriously. (laughs) Um, But Saul, with that being said, we have one segment left. It's guest of the week. Who would we Mm -hmm. like to speak to on this podcast, perhaps in the future? Uh, I've said it before um, and I'll say it again. Um, My guest of the week is Brian Moore. He does all the knitwear at Prada. Oh yeah. Um god damn it. I think it is Prada, right? Okay. It's I, if I or oh, what's it's, Dior? It's Dior. 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 Yeah. God, I don't know why I get those. That's okay. Yeah. I get those brands flip-flopped. Prada yeah. and Dior. He's really cool. I like his Instagram too. It's just very calm. He just like post photos of his dog and random plates and I don't know. There we go. I really want him for the podcast. Um I guess that's a, a work in progress. A whip, if you will, or a nene. A nene. There we go. John, what about you? Guess of the week? I'm going to piggyback off of your idea and also bring up someone who I've brought up in the past who works at Dior, Thibo, um, underscore T-H-I-B-O on Instagram. He is he's a Dior employee to my knowledge and just does a bunch of cool stuff for the brand. Um, he, I think he works in their footwear department, but – Thibaut, if you're listening, we'd love to talk to you about I what you like, do. Isn't Sam Mataro close with him? He is, yeah. Oh, Shout out Samuel. Should, yeah, Samuel's awesome. He's been killing it too. I know. His posts are amazing. If you want any educational, fashion-related, actually just pop culture, like mm-hmm. all the stuff we're into, sneakers, film, TV, music, all that jazz, um, go hit up Sam Mataro. Mm-hmm. I... I feel like we just have to suck it up and be like, hey, Sam. Hey. Help. <laughs> please. That'd be a huge guest, but yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, yeah, those are our guests of the week, people we're hoping to, to manifest onto the pod. Um, John, any any closing words before I wrap us up here? This has been a um, long episode, right? This has Almost been a long episode. Now. We're over two hours at this point. Oh, God. Um, but anyone listening, thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope your new year has gone off to a great start hope it's full of a lot of great things and hope you stay safe i like it a lot but again thank you for me and thank you from my wonderful co-host for listening um as always i am saul thompson on instagram at saul thompson joined each and every week by my wonderful co-host i'm john hogaboom you can find me on instagram at john hogaboom 
And together we do a little thing called a podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod, on Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod, on TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. Um, you can email us at Pair of Kings Pod at gmail.com. Uh, John, have we had any emails recently? No. Interesting. People not people not blowing up our line. That's no, okay. I'm not blowing up the Gmail. As always, is a hidden gem at the end of the pod. If you've made it this far, uh, message us monkey moment. We will send you a video or photo of a monkey as a token of our appreciation. Um, do not hesitate to reach out. Do not hesitate to talk to us. We are at like the end of the day, just two guys who are goofy have a podcast. Literally, um, we are probably just like you. Um, we love fashion. We love clothes. Um, all that good stuff. But. John, it's all. We are the Pair of Kings podcast, where twice true. A week, every week for the foreseeable future and through 2021, we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Thank you so much to everybody for joining us. Have a great Tuesday and have a happy 2021. Thank you, everybody. Have a great Tuesday and have a happy 2020. Yo, I'm getting nice with these outros. You are, my friend. <laughs> you are. <laughs>